Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you're here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally, and achieve your dreams. And you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Do The Damn Thing podcast. I am so utterly excited for this episode. I have been doing so much reading on what it means to be in a flow state, and I finally just got this burst of inspiration to film this episode, and I am so excited to talk about what it means to build your productivity flow by relinquishing a lack mentality. So let's talk about it. So for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know that I've been talking a lot about my six-minute diary lately. And I recently got a new one. It's my third diary. And each time I've gotten one, they've published a new diary like recently before that. I think I said this on a previous episode. So anyways, I've been getting ready to start my new diary. And in each of these diaries, the first about 60 to 70 pages are all reading material, telling you and informing you about habits, routines, kind of just the purpose of the diary, how to use it and how it's going to change your life. This diary, this is their third edition, is the Six Minute Diary Success Journal. The first, I think it's about 67 pages, are just completely flooded with overwhelming, amazing information. I was highlighting and underlining pretty much every line, and I was just feeling so inspired to revamp my routine. After I published the course, I had this entire day and a half back in my work routine that I didn't know what to do with. It was suddenly all this time on my hands and that it was so much time that it became a sort of burden to me and then I was being completely unproductive in that time. So I was still getting all of my weekly essentials done, but I wasn't doing anything to further that. So I wasn't doing anything to move the needle in my career as I was when I was building the course. That was my big next step. And I was kind of getting in this like funk thinking, okay, how can I revamp my routine? How can I do all this stuff? So I think the next podcast episode I'm going to do is about how I'm revamping my routine, but I don't want to quite share with you guys yet what all of that entails because I'm still building on it and I want to go through several more days before I really begin to share my experience with you. So anyways... I was reading all this material and I've heard of what it means to be in a flow state before. I've read material on it, but I wanted to know more. And so I started doing some research and I was just completely inspired. I've gotten in these flow states before and I know that that is absolutely when I produce my best work, like when I'm filming a podcast or creating any sort of content or just at my best thriving I'm I'm in my I'm in my mindset I'm doing my best and the content I'm producing is I'm just sitting there like wow okay this is this is pretty powerful stuff so first let me tell you guys what flow is so it's not just like okay I'm vibing I'm getting stuff done and being sort of generally productive but it's doing something in a state of heightened attention towards one specific task this there is no multitasking and essentially moving the needle towards our bigger goals. This is a period where creativity often thrives and we're completely tuned in to what we're doing. So I wanna clarify what productivity is versus a productive flow. 
we can be productive in almost anything. We can have a day where we're completely productive. You know, we run a ton of errands. We get a bunch of stuff done. We check a bunch of things off our to-do list. We're feeling inspired and we just get a bunch of stuff done. That is being productive. That's not being in flow because you're not necessarily taking whatever your expertise is in and applying that to what you're doing. And you're doing a bunch of tasks in a period of time. Being in a productive flow state means that you're sitting down or doing your job, whatever it may be, and you're hyper-focused into one specific project and your creativity, so whatever that may be, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that is actually creative. Like if you're in finance, I wouldn't say that's probably the most creative job. So if you're looking at numbers all day, you know, you're not exactly painting the next Picasso. But you can, of course, get into a state of flow. Your creativity mindset starts to work and you get in this heightened state of hyper-functioning and the work you're producing is just on par with absolutely the best work you can do. So you reach flow state when nothing and no one can distract you. You've realized oh, hey, look, I started this work at 11 o'clock and it's now nine o'clock. Where did the time go? You know how you get in those periods and you're just all of a sudden like, oh my God, I got this one huge project done. All of a sudden, six hours has passed. I haven't eaten. I haven't gotten up to go to the bathroom. I haven't had any water. But you take a look at the work you've just accomplished and you're just overwhelmed by how amazing it is. That is what it means to be in a productive flow state. So I want to talk to you guys in this podcast about how to push yourself into that, how to guide yourself into moving into a flow state. So what's happening when you can't reach flow or you have it in a long time? Usually when we're not being our most productive, it's because we're lacking in something. And I'm using air quotes when I say the word lacking. So it's either a motivation or a drive or inspiration or even change, meaning there has been a lack of change or too much change, and this has caused something within us to decide that we need to halt progress. And this is all where we can stop seeing a productive flow happen in our careers or whatever we're pursuing that is towards our dreams. So where does this, I'm going to call it, lack mentality come from? So last week I talked about getting comfortable in the here and now and addressing uncomfortable emotions that we're feeling. Lack mentality can build on that when we don't address those emotions. And to solve them, our subconscious tells them that we need to do something in order to get something or feel better. So for example, I can't, this is the mindset that you could potentially be facing. I can't be happy until I do this or achieve this thing. We're telling ourselves that we're lacking a future technically unknowable in taking away the present moment we could be having power in and could be being productive in that moves the needle towards that dream. So when we relinquish that lack mentality to more productive thoughts, we're giving ourselves the opportunity to continue building our foundation for the day-to-day success we're achieving rather than seeking release from a potential uncomfortable present moment. So lack mentality, I think it can become very toxic because we're so hyper-focused on looking to the future and we're so hyper-aware of, okay, if I get this done, I can get to this moment in my future. If I just get through 
X amount of days or weeks or months, I can get to this moment in my future and I'll be so much happier. And let me preface this by saying, of course, I understand that there are moments in our lives where we are completely, utterly overwhelmed by an emotion that causes us pain, physical pain, emotional pain, whatever it may be. And all that we desire is to get through that. I very much so understand when I was grieving my brother, all I wanted to do was get to this metaphorical other side of that pain. Obviously, I understand now that there is no there is no other side. It's just time has passed and I've learned to cope. So lack mentality, I kind of, when we're thinking of lack mentality, I kind of just want to gear that towards how we may be feeling in our careers or feeling stuck, not necessarily that maybe we're in a grieving process or going through some sort of emotional process. I don't want to apply lack mentality to that because I'm not a psychiatrist. That's not where my expertise lies. So think for the sake of the rest of this episode, lack mentality goes to what I just said, that if if you're in a job position and you think, okay, I'll be so much happier when I get this promotion or I'll be so much happier when I move to this office or I do this thing and I get this result, we're hyper-focusing on the reality that We don't even know that we will have, and that takes our space, that takes our mindset, that takes our power away from the present moment that we could be potentially thriving in. We're just not putting in the work. Putting in the work could reach us to this potential productive flow, which then will automatically reach us to that point that we're looking towards, but instead, When we're in these flow states, we're not looking towards the future. We're just hyper aware of the work we're doing right now, which gives us this euphoric sense of success and pride that knowing that the work we're doing is successful and achievable and congratulatory and should be celebrated in the sense that, okay, now I can get this promotion or whatever you're working towards and other people are seeing that and celebrating that with you. So if I haven't made this already clear, lack mentality certainly comes from this desire of not being happy in our present and looking towards our future. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, being excited about the future, being excited about a potential promotion or potential whatever you're looking towards. But if if that excitement is solely out of this desire to get out of the present moment you're in, it's because you have a lack mentality. So the question we need to be asking ourselves is how do we figure out what our subconscious is lacking and find ways to fulfill that desire or need right now to become more productive in our present moment? So for the sake of this episode, I'll stick with the example of someone feeling not comfortable, not happy, not excited about the current job that they have, and their lack mentality is coming from this idea of, okay, I'll be happier, I'll be more excited, I'll be better when I get this promotion. So if we think on that example and we ruminate on this question of how do we fulfill that desire right now, let me be very clear on what I mean by this. Obviously, I'm not saying, okay, how do I get this promotion right at this very moment? That is going to put you through a whole nother ream of emotions and just going to continue to make you upset, unfulfilled, and etc. What I'm saying is what 
ask yourself what emotion you think you're going to feel from getting this promotion. So the objective you, let's say I'm this person and I'm saying to myself, okay, I will be so much happier when I get this promotion. What emotion am I going to feel surrounding this promotion? Am I going to feel validated? Am I going to feel a new sense of wealth from maybe a huge raise? What emotion is surrounding that promotion? Then let's say it's validation for the sake of something easy. How do I find ways to fulfill that need for validation in my life right now? This goes back to sitting in those uncomfortable emotions. I would say that, and I've, I've again, ruminated on this question and these ideas a lot. And most of the examples I came up with that are very general like that come back to negative emotions. So again, I would say validation. Most people think that would be a negative emotion that we need to find validation. That goes back to not being confident enough in ourselves or our work or whatever it is. Once you've realized whatever emotion you're lacking in and needing fulfillment in, You can sit in that uncomfortable emotion and work on our subconscious breakthrough techniques to get to that so-called other side. Now, the other side is not where you rid yourself of your emotions completely. This is certainly not the goal, but it's a place where you can objectively acknowledge your emotions and utilize the tools you have to continue making progress on your dreams. This is the point where a general someone and someone who is living intentionally could have ideas that cross over on what it means to be productive. So productivity under the genre of intentional living. Let's talk about that now. So we've talked about the objective being productive and we've talked about productive flow. Now we can ask ourselves what it means to have a productive flow while living an intentional life. We've, I think, made it very clear that there is quite a big difference between productivity and a productive flow. But how can we further execute that definition of a productive flow under intentional living? Well, we produce a productive atmosphere within intentional living through mindfulness. It's not about how much you're getting done, but about what you are accomplishing. This is leaning on the main direction of the success podcast, being productive and accomplishing your small goals each day, incorporating a sense of daily success that propels you and motivates you to achieve your much bigger goals. So when you build a productive flow within your day to day as someone who is living intentionally, that promotes such clarity rather than discomfort and anxiety in our day to day and it becomes much more intentional. So productive flow within intentional living means that you're waking up and this is very much going to correlate with once I begin sharing with you guys what my new routine is looking like. It's being completely revamped and redone to get me into these more often productive flow states because they're becoming few and far in between lately. So as someone who lives intentionally, building on that productive flow state, you're decreasing a sense of anxiety from a day-to-day thinking, okay, I'm overwhelmed by this 15-task long to-do list and I don't know where to start, I don't know what to do, and then you look at it and say, okay, well, that's important, that's not, I can push that to tomorrow. This, again, this is a very generalized example, but to just get the idea across, when you're looking at something like that and you're not so much mindful and intentional about the way you approach a to-do list, 
you're not going to reach that productive flow state. You're just going to move through your day to day. Yes, accomplishing those tasks. So you may have been productive, but what one or two of those tasks was going to assist you in moving the needle forward in your goals and your big goals? So as someone who's an entrepreneur, And a business owner, obviously, there are things in my day-to-day that I have to do. There are just certain things that have to get done in my day-to-day to keep my business moving forward. And then there are certain tasks I add to my to-do list every day that are for me that maybe no one would notice if I did or didn't do, but in the long run have such an effect on my business that it means getting two or three more new clients or selling my course in X amount of times or you know what I mean? So it's not that those day-to-day tasks like updating my finances and doing all of that is super exciting and going to assist me in moving my business forward. No, it's the stuff that requires so much work, so much effort, and oftentimes the things and tasks that make you uncomfortable or overwhelmed the things that you look at your to-do list and dread doing are often the things that once you do start, you will get that productive flow in. As long as you're dedicating your time and specifically, obviously, and of course, dedicating your focus to. That is what is so important. So when we're talking about release and relinquishing to build your flow, This is where you get more into intentional living. So what about your daily routine right now is not serving you? These are the questions you can start asking yourself. So this is what I asked myself. So much of my day-to-day routine was just no longer what was working for me. This is the day-to-day routine that I've had pretty much since I began my intentional living journey, which was over a year ago now. So of course, it's been a 365 days. My routine could use some updating. I've changed. My life has changed. My dedication, drive, and passion to this life has changed and grown and developed. So I need to start challenging myself more. I think that that's what I realized is that my routine wasn't challenging me enough, which is very much so a reason why I wasn't reaching these productive flow states. So rather than going towards a specific point or a specific moment that could cause lack in your life, like looking or seeking a job promotion, that kind of thing. Look at where you might be feeling a lack in your day to day. Start by being observant in your day and seeing where you're at your peak lack mentality or even anxiety. This will give you an idea of what needs changing. Once you're able to clarify where your lack mentality is stemming from, you can start by creating a more purpose-driven and mindful focus to your day. Focus is absolutely the key here. Giving yourself meaningful tasks and goals to accomplish throughout your day that will serve to enlighten your daily motivation and mindset. These are what are moving the needle towards your big goals. So again, this goes back so much to that success podcast. I highly, highly, highly recommend going back and listening to that if you're listening to this right now and haven't heard that. That podcast has so it has so much valuable information about what it means to understand having day-to-day success in your life so that you can reach a greater success in your future. If you're not incorporating day-to-day success, you are not going to reach the big goals when you want to. It's going to be a much more difficult journey, a much more arduous journey, and a much more upsetting journey if you're not incorporating that day-to-day success. And so this is definitely a way you can start doing that. It's focusing on meaningful tasks and goals 
that will enlighten your motivation and promote motivation to get to that bigger goal. Then instead of being focused on habitually clearing your to-do list each day, which is probably the root to your anxiety tree, you'll start developing solid foundational impact habits and setting mindful tasks on your to-do list that set clear intention and direction for your day. So you might be asking yourself now, but how do I insert intention and create a mindful to-do list around errands I need to run or assignments I need to complete for work or school? Your daily to-do list should not be purpose-driven towards every aspect of your life. Let me say that again. Your daily to-do list should not be purpose-driven towards every aspect of your life. This is what I love so, so much about my new six-minute diary. You can have a small little to-do list of, okay, I need to go to Target to get this. I need to go to Publix to do this. I need to go to the pharmacy to get my prescription. I need to run all these errands. I want to get coffee. I need to do all this stuff. Those are are just little things you're going to check off your to-do list. You can have that list on your phone in your notes app. Your actual daily to-do list, things you'd like to accomplish throughout your day, are things that are mindful and purpose-driven. Your list should not only include what you need to accomplish for work, school, running errands, etc., but should include things under the remaining categories of intentional living. So this goes back to if you listen to the very first podcast, I believe, or one of the podcasts, go back and listen to them all. (laughs) My five pillars under intentional living, mind and body, career and education, self-care and relaxation, lifestyle development, and experience. Now, you don't need to have a to-do list under every single one of those categories and trying to accomplish 25 things a day under all of that. That is ridiculous. That's unattainable. That's, no, don't do that. What you do need to do is be mindful of what you're putting under your to-do list. So include in your list ways you will practice self-care for the day. Write the intention to read a book as your development or work on your business for your experience by writing your tasks and giving yourself space to relax, ease tension, and fill that potential lack mentality. You're creating the best environment for your productivity and reclaiming a sense of order, writing the chaos in your head. Chaos stems from having too much to look at. If you can focus your attention on one thing or one list and it's got, you know, maybe one or two self-care things, you're gonna do some reading, and then you've got the couple like errands you need to run and the things you'd like to accomplish for your business on the day, and maybe there's a total of nine things. That is a purpose-driven to-do list. And those types of lists, starting there, is going to get you into a more productive flow. And that is going to get you to release and relinquish that lack mentality. Lack mentality is incredibly toxic. If we are only looking towards our future, specifically looking to the future and thinking, I will be happier when I have this. I will be more successful when I do this. I will have validation when I get this done. You are setting yourself up for failure. I strongly believe that. So if you can find ways to fulfill those desires and needs, those uncomfortable emotions that you may have, in your day-to-day by having a more purpose-driven life and a more intentional life, then this is the way to accomplish that. And that is the way to fulfill those needs and desires right now. And then this is the best part. So that when you do reach those goals, whether it's 
two months from now or a year from now or even five years from now, you will reach that goal and the only emotion that you're going to feel is around that is success. You're going to feel such gratitude, empowerment, and pride for yourself and you're not going to feel this sense or need of validation or whatever it is that that negative emotion is surrounding yourself and that's why you're looking towards that future. Obviously, I can definitely say I was 100% in my productive flow filming this podcast. I would say that this is probably the best podcast I've ever filmed and I'm super excited to go back and edit it. I think that it'll be minimal work for me. I think you guys can take away a lot of valuable information in here and that, you know, it's super important to be mindful in your present moment and work on building these productive flows daily in your life. It's not something that you can force. It's just something that will happen on its own once you start creating intention in your day to day. So focus on doing that. Don't focus on waking up and say, okay, I'm going to have a productive flow today. That's not certainly not how it works. Focus on inserting intention in your day-to-day and you will reach a point where that purpose-driven attitude and that purpose-driven mindset will reach you to those productive flows. And eventually that lack mindset will just sort of release itself and you'll think, okay, yeah, I'm super excited to get that promotion or yeah, that'd be great if I got that or yeah, I'm super excited to accomplish this thing, but I don't have to do it right at this very minute for my life to be better. My life is great right now. If we can all get to a point in our lives where we believe that, of course, barring other things, then I think obviously we'd be much happier people. So again, jam-packed episode. You guys, these are just getting better and better. I'm super happy. So with that, I will say thank you so much for listening to the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, head over to the blog laurenlarue.com for more fabulous content, Don't forget to subscribe to receive access to our amazing freebies. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.